you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from thechrisvossshow.com. Thechrisvossshow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone alike. Welcome to the big circus, the the, the tent in the sky, if you will, of entertainment, of information, of broadening of your mind, all the stuff that we do on the Chris Voss Show. 14 years and almost 1,500 episodes now. Uh, we're just growing like a weed. Two to three episodes a day. If you're not tuning in for all the great uh, stuff we're putting out all the time, the brilliant minds and everything else, uh, you know, you're just losing out. You're just losing out. Like, you, you'll probably lay in bed at night and go, I miss listening to the Chris Voss Show tonight. I don't think I'll ever be the same. I'm going to have to catch up tomorrow. Anyway, as always, these are the setups we do for the silly plugs. Please go to youtube.com for test Chris Voss, goodreads.com for test Chris Voss. I, mean, I have this picture in my head of people losing sleep at night over it. Uh, go to linkedin.com for test Chris Voss, uh, TikTok at Chris Voss one. And uh, hey, also, we're on that new threads thing from Instagram. It's the new Twitter competitor. So follow us over there. I think it's Chris Voss official and the Chris Voss show is there as well. Today we're talking about some amazing stuff, some amazing journey. You're going to know you have a little bit of car business and we have a gentleman on the show. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you're definitely missing out because there's a beautiful sort of ZZ topish, uh, what we call it, uh, antique, older style, but new style we'll get into what that means on the show behind him so uh, make sure you check out the youtube video as well uh we have on the show with us today a gentleman who has a company that's making electric cars and he has more than 50 years of experience with it and we're talking about his company shockwave motors uh and some of the roadsters and trikes he's making and everything else so we'll get into the deets on that uh for more than 50 years of experience with electric vehicles uh john q mcmillan has uh been working with electric vehicles at uh, 12 years old he designed and built an electric go-kart and had a top speed of 30 miles per hour in high school physics class he researched designed and Ed executed the conversion of an NSU Prince. We'll have him tell us what that is. In college, he researched a bit of variety of electric cars, including one from the ground up. And after majoring in transportation, earning an MBA from the University of Tennessee, he spent eight years on active duty with the Air Force. The last assignment was a missile combat crew commander for the Titan II ICBM system at Little Rock AFB. And while in the Air Force, he continued to design and convert cars to electric power. This guy has some things about it, uh, electric power, but he sure saw the future coming. Uh, he designed the Defiant EV3 Roadster with the ground up to enhance power per and performance and lower electronic vehicle costs. Uh, presently resides in Cherokee Lake in East Tennessee, living in a passive solar earth-sheltered home of his own design. So there you go. Welcome to the show, John. How are you? Thank you, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm doing great. Awesome sauce. And we're looking at this beautiful car behind you. We'll get into some of the deets of it, but I, I want to tease that out to our uh, audience that uh, needs to watch the YouTube. Um, so uh, give us a .com so people can look up your company and what you guys do on the internet. Yeah, it's shockwavemotors.com. And we have pictures, videos, so forth, lots of information about our vehicles that we're working to produce. 
There you go. And in your bio, we cited an NSU Prinz. What is that? That's a small, was a small European car. I don't even know how it ended up in East Tennessee, but I came across it in the junkyard. And I think I, I think my dad now paid like $50 for it. <laughs> and we had to haul it off. Wow. <laughs> and so uh, that was, that was the first conversion I did in high school. Uh, there you go. Used, used came all the way from Europe and ended up in Tennessee. And, and, Were they using Apple up, Maps right. or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ended up using uh, 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 golf cart components for most of the most of wow. that one. This, this was, you know, '68, '69. There wasn't a lot of EV components out there at that time. There you go. So, give yeah. us an overview of what Shockwave Motors is and does. Well, what we're doing is we're reshaping the way people think about driving to work. Hmm. You see a lot of a lot of uh, vehicles out there, Tesla's wonderful car, beautiful cars, high tech, 250, 300, 400 miles to, to range. But the average commuter only drives about 25 to 30 miles a day. Mm. They spend less than an hour driving to and from work. Mm. And that vehicle sits for 23 hours a day. Yeah. So our goal is to be able to, to provide some fun, utility, safety. And put a smile on your face when you're driving to work in one of our roadsters. These these roadsters are priced less than the average cost of a used car. Wow. Yeah. And, and what really yeah, go ahead. And the costs of cars, especially new, have gone through the roof. Oh, through the roof, yeah. Yeah. Insane. And 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 the beauty of it is what really sets us apart, not only do we have good good speeds and, and drivability, but you've got a range of approximately a hundred miles per charge which is plenty for a daily commuter. But what really sets it apart is you plug it into any standard 120 volt outlet anywhere. Oh, or, really? Or at work eight hours later, you've got a full charge. So I can charge so, almost anywhere. I don't have to have one of those little power station things in my exactly. house. Exactly. Any, wow. any standard 120 volt outlet you can plug our vehicles into, get a full recharge. So you've got technically up to a 200 mile per day range without having to, to do anything except, Plugging in not to your outlet. I'd be one of those guys that forget to charge it. So I just pull into 7-Eleven and be like, hey, if I pay a big goal, can I just plug in for about five minutes here? Yeah. Five, but uh, minutes, still, that's pretty brilliant because I know friends, they have to like have their whole house redone because they you know, you have to get one of those power exactly. stations for their their things. And then you got to have like a station at work, you know, so they got to yep. install one of those at the office. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. So this is pretty interesting. You've seemed to have had a storied history and a fascination with electronic vehicles. Give us your hero's journey story on that. And, and uh, what got you down that pathway? Well, I'll tell you, one of my earliest memories is of my dad and me sitting on the kitchen floor and we're cleaning up an old car starter motor. He was talking to me about it and all that. But his idea was to put it on my little red pedal tractor. Hmm. He wanted to turn it into a little battery powered toy for me. Well, I got to tell you, you know, that sure made an impression on me. And, and those toys now are everywhere. You know, you, they're all you know, little battery powered cars are everywhere now for kids. But that was a long time ago, as you, you can tell by the gray hairs. And uh, <laughs> it sure made an impression on me. As you mentioned, did a, did a go-kart in grade school, the uh, science project, for, not science project, but the uh, physics project for physics and so forth. Uh, and just been one thing after another. And, and a number of years ago, decided I wanted to, I've been converting for vehicles for years. In fact, the footnote for you, one of the, one of the oldest vehicles we ever converted to electric power mm -hmm. was 1914 Model T. Oh, really? It was gas powered. We converted it for a client into electric power. 
the sucker got up to almost 50 miles an hour and we had to back off because it had the original wooden spoked wheels that oh, were wow. not exactly straight and they were really warping and vibrating crazy that is but, crazy uh, but decided wanted to build one from the ground up to make it as efficient as possible there you so, go three wheels is less rolling resistant at slow speeds it also means they can put a more aerodynamic shape for better performance at high speeds Mm-hmm. So that led our team directly to the design layout of the Defiant Roadster. There you go. And so uh, can people order this yet on your website? Is it available for sale? It is not available for sale. We are okay. taking pre-orders now Okay. because we hope to be in production uh, in the next six to eight months. It just depends on a number of things, not the least of which is finances. Uh, our Roadster is the pre-production Roadster, uh, meaning we can go to uh, production with it pretty much as it sits. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just, you know, looking for additional capital as things happen to uh, to get into production. Now, and I think you're, I think you're also may, possibly considering maybe doing some crowdfunding as well. That is something that's under consideration, and uh, we'll make a final decision on that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But uh, that that's something we're looking at. Mm-hmm. So people should just follow your website, get to know you guys better, uh, see what you guys are doing over there, and try and. Uh, just keep abreast of all the stuff that's going on. Um, in fact, to see here on the website, the Defiant E3 electronic roast, electric roaster, uh, uh, I think it was $3 per uh, commute, up to 200 miles a day for about 3 bucks. Yeah, that's that's right. Wow. It's, it's incredibly economical. Yeah, and it's a beautiful-looking car. It, it you. Uh, you know, when, when you first came on the show, it looks like uh, it, it, it kind of – um, has has a bit of a feel of the ZZ Top Eliminator sort of view. Yeah, yeah, that old style uh, roadster, if you will. Mm-hmm. And does the top come off? It does indeed. It latches in place. Ah, there you go. Lift it right off. It's one each side. Lift it right off. Mm-hmm. And can you get it in various transmission styles, or does it only come in one? It only comes in one. It's a single mm-hmm. speed transmission that's uh, mounted in the rear wheels, like a di- mm-hmm. basically like a differential. Basic is what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. With electric motor mounted to that. There you go. I know. I know my youngster way. nephew. He's like everything has to be a stick shift. I'm like, I don't think electronic cars come with stick shift. <laughs> Actually, they can. The conversions did. Really? Yeah. We did conversions with them. Yes. Uh, and that was cool because you could actually decide what gear was most economical for you. If you're driving around inside of town, 25 miles an hour was all you did. We stayed in second gear for the most part. There you go. And so you guys have a newsletter. People can follow what's going on. Now, do you have more than one car that you're selling? We do. We have the Defiant Roadster you see behind us. Mm-hmm. And we're also uh, prototyping what we call the Draco Sports Trike. Ah. And it's a, basically it's, a, it's like a sand rail dune buggy. Ah. And it's powered by a single hub motor in the rear. It has two wheels in the front and one wheel in the back. Mm-hmm. And so can people... Does, can, is, it, is it basically like a car where you sell the you sell the basic frame and everything, you know, the wheels and the motor and the seats I, I see in it, and then like people can you know just drive it that way on the sports trike, or they can uh, they can maybe modify whatever sort of body they want on it. Yeah, we don't have a body for it yet, and mm-hmm. uh, actually we found that we showed it for the first time to the public about a month ago, and <laughs> they loved it. Like it was, and uh-huh. they love the the, day, the the dune buggy look, sand rail buggy look. Uh, we do anticipate at some point designing a body for it, but right now, you know, if somebody wants it like that, we'll be happy to to build it and sell it for them just as soon as we can. 
It looks pretty cool. I'd love to pick up a date in it just to see what the date would say. You know, there you go. Like, where's the rest of your car, buddy? Yeah, I'm like, this it. is it. This is it. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's built for speed and uh, efficiency and free air conditioning. It is. It is. And in fact, the top speed of the, the Draco is expected to be between ninety and hundred miles an hour. Holy crap! There yeah. you go. And then, uh, do these cars offer federal electric vehicle tax incentives? They will. Uh, nice. Some of that's kind of in, in, the, in the air right now. Mm -hmm. But uh, the way it has been, the vehicles, because of the battery capacity, would qualify for approximately a $5,000 tax incentive. And that drops the price down when you take federal tax incentives into account, and not even state, but federal. That drops the price down of the Roadster to less than $20,000. Holy crap. You can't buy a new car for $20,000. You can't buy a, used, a good used yeah, car. Yeah, you buy a used car. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the average price is almost $30,000 now for a used car. Yeah. And this thing is fun and good looking and it's stuff. Blast. It's it's uh, Now, how many people can you fit in this uh, trunk space? You know, all that stuff people are usually yeah. looking for as yeah, well. Yeah, you've got, you've got three people that'll fit in it. One in the front, two in the back. Ah. Of course, again, this is designed as a commuter car. So uh -huh. we're not worried a whole lot about, you know, how many people can you pack into it? Because you don't take it on on long road trips. It's just it's that second daily driver that people have, that mm -hmm. second vehicle. So uh, it has trunk space. Uh, you could put probably a set of golf clubs in there if you needed to. Yeah. A few grocery bags, things like that. Maybe a body or something. No, I'm That's just kidding. Body. Don't oh, do that, people. Oh. There you go. Small. <laughs> there you go. You know, I mean, you know. would not back, be found. Yeah, back yeah. There. <laughs> and we're still looking for him, by the way. So uh, no. if anybody does come across him, that I think the guy who jumped out of the plane in Oregon in the sixties or seventies. Um, so there you go. And uh, we were talking in the show for those that are listening in the audio version, which mostly goes out on uh, uh, Apple. Um, it's kind of got what do they call these, like bug eye uh, lights, or what do they call these yeah. lights? Yeah, uh, bug eye type light. They're they're okay. they're actually more classic uh, looking old school roadster yeah. style lights. Uh, You'd mentioned earlier about an earlier version we had. We had LED lights that were built into it. Oh wow! But, uh, but part of the you know, part of our communication with uh, potential customers said they didn't like the front end so much. They wanted to keep that old school look going. So we redesigned it, put a little grill on it for style. The bug eyed lights you're talking about all help complete that look. There you go, and it's got a cool grill down the front. And uh, tell us about the flare on the uh, over the wheels and stuff, because that's kind of special and unique. I think it, it is, and the, and the way the way we did it, the way we found out about it, that, that people were having some questions about the style, was we were at a show demonstrating the Roadster, and there was this guy standing behind a tree, huh? and he was like this, and he'd go look like this, look at it for a minute, and he'd go look like this for a minute, and he'd go back like this for a minute. Finally, we said, what are you doing? And he said, well, he says, I love the old school back end of the Roadster. I love that style. I love that retro look you got going. But he said that front style with those LED lights and, and no fenders, he said, it just doesn't match the back. So we, we said, okay, we're going to listen to you. And we did. We talked to other people for, for, for months, and they, they agreed that we should continue the old school look. So what we did, those are – basically styled after a 32 Ford Roadster. And oh, those wow. are rear rear fenders that are mounted in the opposite direction on the front end. In other words, a back right fender is flipped and mounted on the front left side of the car. Oh, wow. So that, that more round looking front and then trails to the back instead of trailing 
in front and round into the back like it really did. But it still continued that old school look. And uh, <laughs> so it's got an old school look with 2023 uh, electric technology in it. Yes. You know, I remember uh, my, my with my dad growing up, he was always kind of into new stuff and, you know, solar and electronics because, you know, we, we went through the 1970s fuel crisis you know the oil embargo and stuff and so you know everyone was searching for alternative fuels at then but you know the costs and the technology and and everything was was pretty high mm -hmm. and so now it seems like that future is finally caught up and arrived and and it is widely accepted too it seems you know people are like hey i'd rather have an electric vehicle and my friends love them mm -hmm. yeah and and they seem to be cheaper to run I never bought one yet, but uh, I, I guess I need to get around to it. Um, are you guys looking for investors in the company as well? I know we profiled one at CES a few years back, and we actually ended up picking up some investors for him off of our feed. Uh, are you guys looking for investors in the company, per se, as opposed to the car? Yes, it's, it's investors in the company, yes. Okay. Yes, uh, we want, uh, and, and, and regardless of how we do it, it'll be equity shareholders. Mm-hmm. There you go. And so it, people can order a car if they just want to, or they can talk about to you about investing in the company. That's exactly right. There you go. And either yeah, way, got, I guess it's we've a got over, In the last few years, we've had over two, and we, you know, we're not actively selling them yet, obviously, mm -hmm. but we've had over 200, actually pushing 250 now, people that have told us in writing, when you're in production, we want to buy one. There you go. So, and they're unique. You know, I mean, people you know, like something unique. That's kind of a flavor that no one else has. I think that's uh, I, a. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't even drive to Walmart. You know, that, yeah. That, that, that fifteen minute trip to Walmart becomes an hour and a half because people stop me. They want to see what we're doing. And they like the car and want to talk about it. Yeah, it's cool. I should probably buy one and show up on dates. I mean, they want to. They want to know what to do. They'll probably <laughs> be like, "How much does this cost?" Um, so I noticed that uh, on the two different models, one is uh, uh, they're both trikes. One has mm -hmm. got a one wheel in the front, and then the other one has a one wheel in the back. Do I have that correct? That's correct. That's what, the Defiant is one wheel in, in the front, two wheels in the back. It's a it's a traditional trike, and then the Draco is a reverse trike with mm -hmm. two wheels in the front, one in the back. Yeah. And one of the things that we like about the the uh, the Roadster is its design hmm. we have our design in what we call a passive head-on crash avoidance design because with this design and the fact that we have a tubular steel reinforced chassis mm -hmm. that's on both sides of the vehicle obviously you're, you're already two-thirds less likely to have a true head-on collision because the front end's smaller ah. and then if you do hit something you're going to glance left or right instead of again because a typical car is six foot across, big head on crash. Oh, you stop. With the smaller, yeah, just boom, you're dead. Yeah. With this one, you, you hit and you tend to glance off. You're two-thirds less likely to have a true head-on collision. Mm -hmm. You'll glance left or right, which is better than a true head-on stop dead <laughs> crash. Yeah, you'll take less force and, and yeah. uh, you know, you don't come to a complete stop if you if And, of course, right. and we do have seat belts, shoulder harnesses, front and rear crumple zones as well, and that roll bar like protection system we haven't mentioned that when you take the top off you'll see you've got a full roll bar behind huh. the seats. that's good to have man it's a beautiful looking vehicle and it looks like a lot of fun i like how i mean i imagine people could choose what sort of you guys have a really cool sort of fire blaze uh a flag going down the side of this one do, yeah what i guess mean? people can you know people could potentially customize it with whatever they yeah. want down the side you know that 
Mm-hmm. I put the ZZ Top Eliminator or something <laughs> down the side of it. Remember, I don't know if I can do that legally. Yeah. And you guys got some great endorsements. Looks like uh, here's one from someone from NASA mm-hmm. and things like that. Yep. Gizmag, uh, Gizmag, uh, Gizmag. Um, uh, and uh, who else do we have here? Automotive and technical author Kurt uh, Robbins. So really cool what you guys are doing there. And uh, what about dealership opportunities? I see that on your website as well. Are you are you mm-hmm. going to be marketing uh, dealerships and stuff? We will. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. be marketing through dealerships. We we won't try to necessarily have our own, but we'll okay. market through independent dealerships. And and something that we want I want to highlight that we haven't mentioned so far is these vehicles are actually motorcycles. Oh, really? Yes. So do they So they cost less to register or something? Every, every economical benefit you find in a motorcycle, you'll find in this. There you go. And the nice thing is you don't have to worry about tipping over with your motorcycle, you know, because you're on two wheels and if you don't oh, put your feet down, and, you're going to fall. And, and the vehicle is, 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 is already very stable. We've had people say, oh, it tips over. No, mm-hmm. it, it won't, really. We've had people try to destabilize it on, on wet, windy East Tennessee roads and they uh-huh. it's a rock because we designed it with a, about a 400 pound battery pack under the rear seat directly in front of the axle back there. Uh-huh. So it's, it's solid as a rock. There you go. Uh, you know, I, I know that the, uh, those motorcycle truck trikes got really popular and, you know, I mean, two wheels is kind of dangerous. I mean, I'm just, telling you like it is i see enough yeah. people, i see enough brain surgeons and er nurses on on tiktok telling stories about motorcycle wrecks and i've had friends and they love their motorcycles but you know there's an old line about motorcycles there's there's a uh there's there's, there's, there's going to come a day we're going to have a crash and, and how bad it is is uh you know anybody's guess but you will be crashing um Two and people. uh i used to yeah. work with uh, and so one I, I like one in critic, got in critical condition, barely wow. survived. Yeah, and and sometimes brain injury and other things. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I know I had one of our uh, models from agency years ago. Uh, she got severe brain damage. I don't think she ever recovered from it. Uh, but you know, he, she he was on a ninja bike and he was doing stupid stuff. She was on the back. Um, but uh, you know, having a four, you know, having having a chassis around you and and uh, a body around you, I kind of like a lot better for a motorcycle mm-hmm. sort of usage and in the three-wheel motorcycles they really got popular i see like harley mm-hmm. davidson dudes driving around i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know he seems he's probably a nice harley davidson dude i don't know what that means but <laughs> it makes great comedy um so uh do, do we establish the prices on these do we want to talk about the prices uh, they might be subject to well, change yeah the, the the go-to-market price on the roadster is 24,950. Mm-hmm. and then like i said it qualifies for state taxes and federal incentives and so forth. Uh, we anticipate, we haven't finalized it, we anticipate the Draco Sports Track to be somewhere around 19000 before mm-hmm. any incentives are applied. We're trying to build affordable electric vehicles. Yeah. You know, we want people to be able to access them, drive them, have them available, usability. There you go. I, and, and it's probably fun to see the vision of what you put together over 50 years of work, electronic vehicles going from, you know, the original uh, stuff you were doing to this, isn't it? Oh, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the one I built uh, at, when I was at UT, <laughs> it had a handmade uh, plywood body. That was mm-hmm. the best I could do in a Ford back then. <laughs> so it's, it's nice to see it evolve and, and be a little more finished looking. 
We moved up from plywood, so that's always good. We moved up from plywood. <laughs> you don't want to be in a crash with plywood. But yeah. have like have like little wood cinders flying all over the place. But no, these are being electronic vehicles have become so popular. They've just become the in thing now. I was watching a graph. I wish I had it readily available, but I saw a graph. I think over the last week that showed just the massive, just immediate ex, 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 um, increase of of uh, the demand and uh, interest in electronic vehicles just over the past three years or so mm -hmm. i mean it's just it's just one of these curves that's you know kind of mo slowly moves up and then it's like it goes straight up yeah. and you're like wow and uh you know people want something that was fun uh some of the like i said some of the other three wheel roadsters we've interviewed at like cs and other places um you know people love them and there's there's kind of a uniqueness to them you know people want a a car that says something about them and, and it's kind of unique you know and i always kind of giggle it when i see car commercials like you know subaru like buy a subaru so you because you're a unique person you don't go with the crowd or like apple you don't go with the crowd you're like wait they sold like 500 million units of that i mean if there's anything that's going along with the crowd that, that could be it but uh you go girl um so yeah. there you go and so people i think like stuff like this because it's so unique it's going to get looks it's going to kind of speak mm -hmm. to your personality if you have some flair yeah. and it's electronics so you don't have to feel guilty about you know the environment and stuff oh yeah in, in fact you mentioned the environment and i'll highlight a couple of things this vehicle can travel over 50 miles on the amount of electricity needed to make one gallon of gasoline ah holy so, crap tremendously economical and you know people talk about oh you got to plug them in that's you know carbon footprint and all that mm -hmm. not, when you, not when you take into consideration because it seems like these people never do that it takes electricity to make gasoline that's true you know? mm -hmm. it, 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 they don't just pull it out of the ground gasoline you know yeah it just doesn't come out you know they just stick a pipe down there with a straw exactly. and suck it up yeah suck it people, up. people think that's how it works oh it goes down the ground and they pull it up no there's a truck that comes by and dumps all that stuff i like i like the idea of how it has a 120 volt plug i mean that you know some of my friends in california with the teslas and stuff they wait sometimes like two or three hours at these stations Mm -hmm. uh that tesla set up and uh you know they sell it like well you can go in and get a drink and you know sit around and enjoy the road or something i don't know uh it, but, but some of them got really bad i think over covid um and uh i'm just like you know if i'm in a car i want to go someplace damn it yeah and so you know it'd be great if you could drive over to your friend's house and be like hey i gotta i gotta yeah. top off here before i head out uh, you might if i just plug in your the front of your house there on the lawn there and uh yeah you could just go with that i love that idea because yeah. I've, I've seen what my friends have spent and the work they put in to upgrade the house to have some oh. big ass unit put in that i don't know that can shock you if you i don't touch it, it, it may usually be five ten thousand dollars to rewire yeah. the house to, to, yeah. to get it accessible and then you just plug it in unplug it in the morning you're good to go yeah and then i've seen people on tiktok who have like a they have a generator in their <laughs> back trunk of their teslas <laughs> <laughs> and somehow they wired i don't know how they did it but somehow yeah. they wired it to make it to make it all work and they're they like were hybrid <laughs> yeah it's like total hybrid but they have like a gasoline generator in the oh, back. No, yeah. I don't know. but uh, i suppose you can do that as well anything more we haven't uh, touched on that you guys are up to and talking about that people should know about I can't really think of anything right at the moment. We can, I, could, I could add to it. Uh, 
we're just you know I, I will tell you that we are <laughs> I will tell you that we are passionate and committed mm -hmm. to what we're doing and in fact the, the standard joke that I take all the time is not you know if I'm not committed somebody should commit me <laughs> sounds like <laughs> my podcast yeah sounds, sounds like everything I do in life uh, but no I mean the, the passion and commitment you've had for 50 years and uh, what you put into these is pretty amazing uh, the standard battery configuration on the uh, defiant up to 100 miles and up to 100 miles for a standard single charge and a daily range of up to 200 miles with an eight-hour charge mm -hmm. from a standard 120 outlet that's pretty darn incredible and then I think there's uh, on the uh, Draco Sports Trike a range of 150 miles daily up to 300 miles on a, it's a little lighter, Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little lighter, so it's going to accelerate uh, faster and use less power. There you go. There you go. And fact, uh, you're going to have a lot of fun with it. The chassis is so light. Before we before we put the components, the front wheels, the, the hub motor, and all that, two people can pick up the steel chassis. It's that lightweight. Really? That car? It's that that car? Yes, that chassis. Two people could pick it up before we added the battery and the wheels, you know, oh, steering wow. and all that. Yeah. I probably designed my own body for it. Something really cool that's really unique. Oh, yeah. and, and people would be like, what's that? And I mean, it's my car. They don't make anything like it. I mean, that, that would be the thing you would do. You, yeah. think, you think more billionaires would cash in on that thing there, right? I certainly could. So what's the best way for people to get to know you better or follow what you guys are doing? I know you have a newsletter as well, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, um, we're on Facebook, Shockwave Motors on Facebook. You can follow us there, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, if you, if you see, if you, she's like LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. uh, sign up for a, a newsletter. We send out a newsletter every few weeks, letting people know what we're doing and what we're up to and where we're going to be showing the roadsters or the or now the Draco. And just mm -hmm. we're easy to follow. And yeah. Heck, my phone number's on the on the on the web page, so reach out and give me a call if you want to. Just make sure you leave a. Leave a message if I don't answer, because I'll tell you right now, I do get a lot of spam calls, as you can well imagine. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's so, pretty crazy. Well, everyone should go. I will call you back. There you go. Everyone should go check out the pictures and the and the sights and sounds you guys have over there. You got a YouTube going and everything else. Yeah, uh, I think it's exciting, and electric cars are just the in thing right now. I don't, I don't know what comes after electric cars. I don't know cars that run on air. I don't know. Hover cars, maybe. <laughs> Hover car, yeah. Car, yeah. Cars that float on air. So there you go. Uh, anyway, give us your .com so we can find you on the interwebs. Sure thing. Shockwavemotors.com. There you go. Well, thanks, John, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's been very insightful and fun. Well, thank you, Chris. Appreciate the opportunity. You have a great weekend. You too. Uh, thanks so much mm -hmm. for uh, coming on the show as well. Go to goodreads.com for Chris Foss, youtube.com for Chris Foss, linkedin.com for Chris Foss. Go see us over the new threads and uh, TikTok. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that should have us.